Welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities podcast, the podcast that will rock your world. I am Carol A. Briney, and I am honored and humbled to be your host on this journey. It is my passion to help you to hear and follow your inner guidance so that you can live the life of your dreams. This podcast asks the question, do you remember who you were before everyone told you who you should be? I am here to remind you of your intimate connection to Source. You, my friend, are a divine being having a human experience here on Earth, not the other way around. And just in case you cannot see the divine in yourself, I will be here to hold that vision for you until you can see it too. Joyous greetings and welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities show. I am your host, Carol A. Briney, and I am thrilled to be here with you as we walk down our path of never ending joyous expansion together. I am so excited today. My guest is a longtime friend. She is a personal trainer for your life. She specializes in personal productivity management, including organization, time management, process improvement, and redesign. She is an award-winning entrepreneur, an author, and a speaker. And she has been featured in various magazines as well as on TV and radio. Please welcome professional organizer extraordinaire Deirdre Gross. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Carol. Oh, you are welcome. I'm thrilled you're here. I'm excited. I think we're going to share some great information uh, with our guest today. I think so, too. Wonderful. Well, as I tell everybody, this time goes so fast. So I am going to actually jump right in and uh, get us moving along because this is the fastest 30, 35 minutes in the world. And I know people have lots of, you have lots of information to give to people, and I want them to be able to hear it. So most of us were taught how to live with not enough as children. We were never taught to live with too much. Your job as a professional organizer is to help us learn to let go of what we don't need and organize what we do need. Am I right? That is absolutely correct. I actually have a uh, system that I designed and developed when I first started my business 16 years ago, um, teaching people just that, how to uh, learn to know what they need, what they don't need, and let go of what they don't need. Great. How important is it, Deirdre, that you have your clients buy-in when you're working with them, that they're actually there working with you? You know, I hear some professional organizers they say, oh, you don't have to be here. I'll do it. When you come home, it'll be finished. How important is it that you actually have their buy-in and they work with you? Um, I have never been an organizer that will do it for you. Um, you absolutely positively must buy into it, if you will. Um, the way that I see it is if, if I don't have your buy-in on this, 
um, you're going to have me back six months from now because the same problems that you were having before, you're going to have all over again. My job is not to make things pretty, um, be it in your home or in your office or whatnot. My job is to teach you how to live your life more productively. And for me to do it for you, that isn't going to help you in the long run. My job is to teach you the organizing process that I, did, like I said, developed 16 years ago with my business so that you can work this on your own and you become much more productive in your life as a whole. Well, that sounds interesting. And I think a lot of people need that in this busy this busy world where we're all you know, running around like crazy people. If, if you just didn't have to look for stuff, what a difference in your life. How much time does the average person spend looking for things? Most people think, oh, I just spend a couple minutes, you know, every couple of days looking for something. The general rule is that people spend anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes an hour looking for things. It could be everything from your your glasses to your keys to a file that you can't find and so forth. And that adds up, um, it's been noted that it adds up to about 333 hours of lost time a year. And that is roughly... Um, Eight 40-hour weeks, when you think about it. Wow, that's impactful. Yeah. Eight 40-hour yeah. weeks, we kind of waste time. Exactly. And Imagine it, what you could do with that time. I know. I always say to people, you know, you could waste my money, but do not waste my time. I can't make more. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right. Well, so that's that's powerful. It's powerful to know that you could find extra time in your day. <clears throat> and you can also uh, just be able to have peace of mind, not leave the house all stressed out because you can't find what you're looking for. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know people that they, they run around like a crazy, you know, like a chicken with their head cut off because, you know, they're looking for their person, they're looking for their wallet, and they're looking for their keys, and they're looking for their, you know, Glasses. They're looking for everything under the sun. So by the time they get out of the house, they're a they're a, a, a sweaty mess, <laughs> and you know they're 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 unable to uh, you know kind of get going with their day on a happy positive note. I hear you. What would you? What kind of advice do you have for people as to where to put things like that? Their purse, their keys, so that they could get out the door in a better frame of mind and on time. Well, one of the things that I always say is keep like like item things together. Um, generally, if you are if you you know leave the house out of a specific door all the time, if it's your front door, or if it's your you know going into your garage and so forth, have a, a little basket there for your keys and you know your you know whatever it is that you're going to be taking with you to wherever it is you're going. Just have like a little repository. You know, it's a basket, a, a you know, a bag, whatever it might be, and just put everything together that you know that you're going to need. That way, it's all in one spot. It's where you need it, and you can get out the door quickly, and you're on your way. And I guess it's just as important to put that in the basket on the way in the door, and not walk exactly. around and put it on your dresser. Mm-hmm. What I find is people put things um, in wherever there's a flat surface. 
and then they wonder what what happened to it after the fact. So if, if you you have to train yourself, it isn't like this is something that is going to automatically be you know second nature to you. You literally do have to train yourself to say, okay, um, I'm coming in the door. Here's where I put my keys. Here's where I put this. Here's where I put that. And then, you know, you go upstairs or, you know, go into the kitchen or whatnot, and you don't have to worry about it again until the next morning when you're getting ready to leave. And guess what? It's right there for you, and out the door you go. And I would think that would make your life so much easier, and it would make your family happier if you're a family person because you're not yelling at them, where did they put your stuff? Exactly. You don't uh, get frustrated before you're leaving to go somewhere. And imagine, you know, not feeling that, that frustration when you're on your way to work, um, you know, or, you know, you have an important meeting and so forth. You can go being calm, collected, and, and ready to start as opposed to, where's my keys? Where's this? Oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. You know, so it's just, you know, it, it's a, it, it saves you a little bit of time, saves you a little bit of of, of freaking out, if you will, and you just, you know, it makes your day just so much happier. Good information. Great information. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that organizing is simply putting your stuff in containers and piling those containers up. <laughs> oh, heck No. <laughs> The one thing I, you know, as part of what I teach people, I have an organizing process. It's called SPECS, Sort, Prioritize, Eliminate, Contain, and Schedule. Most people think, as you were saying before, that it's, I'm going to contain. I'm going to have plastic bins. I'm going to have a wall of plastic bins. That isn't necessarily what's getting you organized. You may look organized. You know, things may look pretty, like I was talking about before, but you still don't know what's in those bins. You're still having to take that time to look for things. You need to be able to get whatever it is that you're looking for within 30 seconds to a minute. If you've got a wall of plastic bins, that's more times than not not going to happen because you're going to go, okay, well, which bin is it in? Where? And you're still just not organized. It can be contained and look wonderful, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are organized. And I would think those plastic bins cause you to save more stuff than you ever would need. Undoubtedly so. Undoubtedly so, because you know you, you're, uh, people tend to think, oh well, hey, you know, it's it, it's it's contained. It's it's in a, it's in a bin. You know, it's it's not spread out throughout my home. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you are organized. It just means that you've contained a sizable chunk of, of the stuff that you may not have even needed in the first place, but you're keeping it for, you know, whatever reason it may be. It may be a sentimental reason. It may be, well, I don't want to have to go and buy it again. But ultimately, when you are looking for that particular item, you wind up going and buying it anyway. So you're buying replacement items, which is costing you money. Um, I had a... I had a, um, a um, client who would always go and buy light bulbs on sale and yet every time she went looking for a light bulb when they burnt out guess who couldn't find the light bulb (laughs) (laughs) and so she would actually spend the money spend the gas to go to the store to buy one that wasn't on sale and you know it's that's not not helping you know when when you ultimately think about it it's like okay well i'm buying all this stuff and i'm gonna contain it all together but then when you can't find it 
you're spending that money anyways and wasting the gas. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's sort of a vicious cycle when you think about it. And, you know, my job is to, to sort of get rid of that vicious cycle for you. And what a lovely way to live that is when everything is organized and it has a place. Uh, we live like that at my house. <laughs> and it has just absolutely changed my life. I started living like that about 20 years ago where everything has a place. And people make fun of me at my house because there's actually empty shelves in my closets. There's empty spaces. Wow. And they find that unbelievable. But I love having less because then I can do more. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. Good way to live, good way to live. So we are going to take a very short break here, and we will be right back. Cheswick and Oakmont Floral and Gifts, two lovely and award-winning shops filled with fresh flowers and unique, delightful, and thoughtful gifts. From flowers and angels, to fruit and food baskets, to specialty throws and sympathy remembrances, and so much more. Stop into these two charming shops and be delighted by all of the choices you will have to show someone special that you care. Delivering seven days a week for your convenience. Simply call 724-274-8870 to speak to a friendly and helpful sales associate. Or visit their websites at www.cheswickfloralinc.com or oakmontfloral.com. Buying or selling a house is likely to be the biggest transaction you will make in your life. So why not choose a realtor that can make the entire process both profitable and enjoyable? Dion Malish and her team are not your traditional real estate agents. If you are buying a home, Dion and her team focus on out-of-the-box thinking to find you a home that suits your wants and needs. If you are selling your home, Dion has a proven marketing system that consistently helps her to sell the homes she lists for up to 18% more and in less time than most. Dion prides herself on keeping in touch with her clients every step of the way to ensure that whether you are buying or selling, the process goes as smoothly as possible. By choosing Dion Malish to represent your real estate interests, you will be choosing to partner with a buying and selling expert who will serve you with award-winning experience and respectful and conscientious service. Okay, we are back, and I am speaking with professional organizer, time management expert, and process developer, Deirdre Gross. And we have been speaking on organizing right now and how much time having an organized life will save you in your day. Right before we left for break, we were talking about uh, people who, who store things in bins and why that might not be a good idea. I'm going to expound on that just a little. You touched on this a little, but maybe you have even more to tell us about this. What are your thoughts when people tell you they need to keep all this stuff because they might need to use it at some time in the future. Um, well, what, what is your message? 
My message is chances are when you need it in the future, you probably will not be able to find it. And so you will wind up going and purchasing the replacement anyways. So why take the space away from the things that you do need on an everyday basis for something that you may need in the future, and even if you do need it in the future, nine times out of ten, you will not be able to find it. Um, you know, a lot of people will probably yell and be like, oh, oh I'll find it. I know where everything is. Uh, you know, I, I've been doing this for 16 years now, and the one thing that um, happens more times than not is that you literally, you know, you think you're going to be able to find everything, and and nine times out of ten, you simply don't. And you spend the money purchasing a brand-new item, and then you wind up having two <laughs> of something. And that other item that you can't find, it's here somewhere, is taking up room for something else that you might actually need. So, listeners... Hear what Deirdre is saying. Let stuff go. Deirdre, I heard you speak on many occasions, and you always say that when you work with your clients, they most often tell you that they feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off their shoulders once they get organized. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What generally happens is, you know, I'm working with someone and the usual will happen where the person's saying what you were just saying before. Oh, well, you know, I need to keep this, and, you know, I, I can't get rid of this, and, you know, I, I just can't, 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 can't. And we start talking. It, it, organizing is much more than just, like I was saying, making something pretty. You're working with a person's habits and their feelings and their memories and just everything that makes them who they are, more or less. And, you know, I'm coming in saying, okay, let's, let's talk about the things that you have in your life and, you know, what's important to you and what's not important to you. And it's amazing how many times after having a conversation about what the item is, and, you, you know, you think, well, why am I doing that? It takes time to have a discussion about an item. Well, let's talk about this item. Why are you keeping it? What's it here for? And not so many times I'll have a, a client who literally will start crying, like literally will start crying because they're like, oh, my God, I've been keeping this, and, and you know, here's the reason why, and it's a negative reason. And I don't need it in my life. It's just here because it's a memory, but it's a bad memory. And suddenly they're like, you know, let, let, let's get rid of it because they want the positive memories to be in their life and be the things that they're, they're keeping. And it's just, it's, it's such a wonderful feeling for me when they, they have that breakthrough and literally they sigh and like sometimes there's tears and it's, it's the most wonderful thing. It's, it's not tears of, of, of unhappiness, it's tears of joy to finally be getting past a burden that they didn't even realize was a burden at the time. I could see that. I could see where when you have things in your house, you know, you get you have a little pile and then you kind of overlook that little pile. So you it becomes a bigger pile and then you get used to it. So then it becomes an even bigger pile and it goes on and on and on. Right. And it becomes so overwhelming. I know the mail in my house. If I don't act on the mail at least every other day, 
the mail can run you out of your house if you don't have a system. <laughs> so true, so true. <laughs> you know, since we're talking about mail, do you have any tips for our listeners on how to handle mail? Uh, generally, um, the minute that you're bringing it into your home, take a look-see at it. Anything that is a, uh, you know, like a flyer or a, a promotional thing, immediately put that into the uh, the garbage. Um, and then the bills and so forth, what I would generally say is have a system available um, where things that need to be paid at a certain time, you put those right into that, um, you know, it could be a file or a file drawer, whatever it might be. Immediately put that in there, and guess what? Everything's off of your counter, and you know exactly where things are, and you're not going to pay a bill late, you know, just because you can't find it. Good advice. Great advice. Thank you for sharing that also. I have listened to a lot of professional organizers over the years, mm-hmm. and I hear some people say, well, I just tell them they have to get rid of this. They don't need all this stuff. They need to get rid of this. They need to get rid of this. They need to get rid of this. Do you, as an organizer, are you respectful of people's wants and needs, or do you force them? You know, Is it something, do you force them to toss things out or get rid of things? Heavens, No. My personal opinion, I will never tell a a client to get rid of a thing. It is not my job for me to know what they need and what they don't need. My job when I'm working with a client is to help them figure out what they need, help them figure out what is important to them, help them figure out is this something that needs to stay in my life or not. I, I, I can't even imagine doing that to a client saying, you have to get rid of this and you must get rid of that. It is not my, my being. It's not who I am to do that to a person. If I force you to get rid of something, nine times out of ten you're going to go and buy it again because I made you get rid of something that may have been important to you. It, you know, it may not be something that looks important to me, you know, as the organizer, but if it's truly important to you, you get to keep that. My job is to just figure out with you, with the client, of all the things that you're saying that you absolutely must need to keep, let's have a conversation about what each of these items means to you and what's the point of it, and then you decide for yourself what you keep and what you don't keep. Powerful information there because people are afraid that they'll be told what they have to get rid of. And it's mm-hmm. it's very respectful the way you do business. Um, that was kind of a question just for my listeners because I know how you work and I, I have heard such lovely feedback every time someone has used you as a professional organizer. Such good feedback mm-hmm. about how respectful you are with their things. Yeah, um, as I, you know, I've said kind of throughout our conversation here, my job is not to make something pretty. You know, it's, it's real easy to throw something in a container. It's real easy to, you know, tell a person, well, you have to get rid of that. That is not my job. My job is not to do that. My job is to help people figure out why they have the things that they do, what they're doing with the things that they do, whether they need the things that they do. And if they do, they keep it. We find a spot for it. And, yeah, you know, in the end it does look pretty, I'll be honest. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately it's, it's looking pretty from a, a, a functional standpoint, not from, well, hey, I just threw everything in a bin. 
or I just have made a person get rid of everything. No. It's let's go through what you've got, think about what you're doing with it, the processes that are involved, and figure out the best way of keeping it. Deirdre, can you share, I've heard the 30-second rule for a long time in organizing. Can you share a little bit about what the 30-second rule is? Um, generally, I mean, it's, it's, it, sometimes it takes more than the 30 seconds, but generally the 30-second rule is you pick something up in your hand and you have 30 seconds to decide if you need it or you don't need it. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that. The 30-second rule is good for all those things where people can easily figure out whether they need it or they don't need it. It's that thing where you have it in your hand and you're like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, let me think about it. They, they want to put it down, <laughs> you know. I'm not ready to make that. De- I'm not ready to make that decision yet. Um, that is, that's the, the 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 what I help a person with. People know how to get rid of stuff. It isn't it, it isn't like you know I'm coming in there and teaching you something new. You know, you know what you don't want and what you do want. It's those things that make you go that make you go hmm. <laughs> Wasn't that a song? <laughs> things that make you go, <laughs> but um, the things that literally, literally make you go. Mm, I, mm, my job is to help you figure out those things, figuring out why that's the reaction you're having to that thing. Is it the good memory, the bad memory? Is it something that you need? Is it something that you don't need? The thirty-second rule is wonderful for most stuff. But it's that thing that it takes the longer than 30 seconds that is um, really the value of, of the work that I do. Well, very good. That's powerful information. For years, I have been telling people, once someone is probably 30, 35 years old, the best gift is a, is a consumable gift. What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. hmm. A consumable gift. Um, There's something like yeah. food, a gift card. Money is always good, you know, always the right color, always the right size. Well, the funny thing is when, when people sort of get to 3035, suddenly people are trying to gift them with heirlooms. <laughs> As opposed to the consumable items, um, you know, it's it's you know Aunt Sally's china or you know Grandma Betty's you know shawls or you know whatever it might be. Um, generally, if if somebody wants something like that, they're 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 going to ask for it as opposed to you, you know, trying to to gift them that. So yeah, I would probably say, I my personal thing is I I love gift cards. <laughs> So, you know, that way you're able to, to, to get what you want, not what somebody thinks you want. You know, far too often people keep things just for the fact that, oh, well, you know, so-and-so gave this to me as a gift, so, you know, I kind of have to keep it around because, you know, they may they may come and visit unexpectedly and they're going to wonder where it is. Give them something that they can actually use, like you were saying, consumable good, a, a food or a gift card. You know, it just it, it, it's more usable. It's user-friendly. And I find, just a tip for listeners, I find with anybody who's over 60 years old, if you don't want to just do a gift card or money, make them a basket of their favorite snacks. 
Ooh. My mom and dad, when my dad was alive, he absolutely loved that. He would, like, hoard his snacks. No one could have them but him. <laughs> He'd hide them away. Um, and my mom, to this day, still loves, you know, a nice basket of snacks and things like that that they're going to use up, but there's nothing to set around the house and clutter up the house. Yeah. Exactly, and sometimes you even get a nice basket out of it. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I, I would love to get a, a basket of treats as opposed to somebody, you know, giving me some sort of gift that I'm looking at it going, they thought I'd like that. Oh boy, okay, thank you. You know, I'd much rather have a, uh, you know, a wonderful gift basket of some type. It's it's a beautiful thing. And you can make your own. That's the fun thing. I know um, I always made mine. For my, I always still make them for my mom because I know what she likes. And I go to the store and get all the snacks that she likes, and she's just absolutely thrilled with that gift. And it's thoughtful because she put some time into it. But once again, it's not something she has to lay around the house. Exactly, exactly. We're getting more towards that nowadays, you know, the the whole processed life, if you will, you know, from processed goods and processed food and, you know, prepackaged everything. It seems that um, we're getting, you know, getting back to, to some of the, you know, let, let's do this on our own. Let's, you know, do something home, homemade. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yes, indeed. And quite a bit more healthy, usually. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm giving you baklava, then, you know, we got a whole other thing going on there, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but it probably is healthier than buying it store-bought. <laughs> so if you're going to eat baklava and that's one of your favorites, having it without all the preservatives is probably exactly. way better. So exactly. anyway, we have talked. Thank you for sharing so much in-depth information on organizing. Can you share a little bit about the programs you offer to people to help them get organized? Well, um, as always, I will come into anyone's home or office, and um, I have different packages and programs. Um, you know, it's something that can be based on your, um, your you know, your, your level of, of comfort and income and so forth. Um, I also am now currently doing um, coaching programs that I do online. Um, as well as webinars, and I even have a boot camp that is actually something that's done online. Um, I've come to find that there are some people that do not want um, a person coming into their home, but they realize and know that they definitely need some help. So um, I may not be physically at your location, but I'm still going to be that person that's going to be helping you individually work on, you know, getting the things that you want and you need um, because the uh, the boot camps and the coaching, um, some of it is, is based it's simply online and it's things that are sort of self-help. You can do some of it on your own, but you also get one-on-one -on -one with me as well. So, um, you know, that, 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 you know, definitely helps for someone who, who's a bit shy <laughs> and truly doesn't want someone coming into their home because it, it does happen. People can sometimes be very shy and and embarrassed to have someone come and see where they've gotten to. But, you know, there, there's ways around that and ways that, that, that anyone can be helped. And, um, you know, I do a lot of that through the boot camps and the, the workshops and the, uh, the webinars and the, the coaching that I do now. 
So this program goes out worldwide. It has a big following worldwide, actually. So you are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That is correct. It is my guess that if someone was willing to pay your travel and your time, you would go wherever, but most likely it would be wonderful for them to do things with you online. Correct? That is correct. Um, you know, anybody that would like to have me, I'm, I'm more than happy, especially locally. I would love to come out and uh, work with somebody either in their home or their office. But if somebody was interested, I I travel. I like to travel. Um, but if you truly, you know, are looking just for someone to, to kind of help you out a little bit and uh, you'd like to use my services, but you live, uh, you know, maybe in Hawaii, I'd rather come to there, but I'll do it online. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll suffer and go to Hawaii. Huh? You, oh yeah, you put yourself yeah. out for that person, huh? <laughs> exactly. Oh, too funny. <laughs> too funny. I hear you. Yeah. So, and and what I do know about your programs is they are affordable. Your online programs and your boot camp is very affordable for everyone. This is true. So, how can people contact you? Well, there's a number of ways they can. Um, obviously, they can look at my website, which is www.macstrategies.com, and that's M-A-K-K-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. Um, they, I have my boot camp on there. I've got uh, some of the webinars on there. Um, the uh, coaching is on there as well. And just the, the, the day-to-day, you know, coming out to your, your home or office, all that information is on there. Um, you can also contact me via phone, 412-414-2242. Again, that's 412-414-2242. You can always email me, um, and that's simply D is in David, E is in Edward, M is in Mary, at MacStrategies.com. And again, that's M-A-K-K-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. So there's no excuse. You can get a hold of Deirdre a hundred different ways. Contact her, ask her some questions, and see how she might be able to help you to have a better life. Because living an organized life is so much nicer at the end of the day when things are put away and you are way less stressed one of my favorite things is to walk into my house at the end of a busy day and just get the feeling of ah, feels good to be home instead of oh my goodness look at these piles of crap <laughs> yeah I and mean, that's the point of it all um you know max strategies in and of itself um and myself based on the belief that stress-reduced life can be had if you declutter, you're organized, you manage your time, you streamline your processes. It's nice to be able to, as you said, have that feeling when you come home and just go, ah. And most of us have not had the opportunity to do that because there's so much going on in their lives. My job is to help you figure out how to streamline it all. You know, one thing we really didn't touch on, and I think it's important before we say goodbye, is the fact that you do a lot of work with businesses. You are one of the professional organizers out there who is really well-trained in process development 
and time management and uh, helping to reduce redundancies so that companies have more effective and efficient uh, processes. Can you share a little bit about that before we say goodbye? Absolutely. Um, the the reason that I ever even got into um, doing the personal productivity consulting that I do is because I had been a management consultant for companies like um, Bell South, um, Northern States Power. I was down at General Motors. It was there that that whole idea of personal productivity, that idea formed. And, you know, I, I take what I, I learned in the business world and, you know, I, I use it both from a personal perspective as well as a professional perspective. I use it both for individuals as well as companies. You know, I, I you know, I have a, a very specific, um, you know, set of skills that, that differ from a lot of people that do what I do. Um, I've got the background in, you know, the, the, the management consulting world. I have a Bachelor of, of Science degree in industrial organizational psychology. You know, my background is very business-oriented, very process-oriented, um, you know, just, you know, point A to point B, what's the easiest way to get there? And I do that personally and professionally. And you know, um, my you know my job is to teach people how to make their lives just function better. Okay. Well, I think we've touched on a lot of things in this short amount of time, and I am so thankful that you are here today with us, Deirdre. I thank you to let me have, have for having me here. Oh well, we're glad that you could give such great information out. And as you know, I end every show with a short segment on gratitude. And today, I am appreciative of knowing that when I release stuff and get organized, I will find more time to do the things I want to do and the things that are important to me. And once again, I also appreciate you, Deirdre. Thank you for your generous sharing of all the tips you gave everybody today. And thank you for helping to make this world just a more lovely place. Do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I'm actually very thankful that um, I that I've, I've you know been able to help people over the years. I have you know I've helped hundreds of clients, and for me, I'm just so thankful that I could help even just one person feel a little bit better um, in their life, feel less stressful, just, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy that I, I'm able to do that for people, and I'm happy that I, I, I know people like you, Carol. <laughs> well, right back at ya. Okay, so thank you for being here. Thank you, listeners, for being here. Without you, we couldn't be here, so thank you so much. And Until next time. It's time to say so long for another day. Remember, you, my friend, are an awesome, wonderful, delightful, caring, fabulous, beautiful, giving, super fine, divine being here on this planet to enjoy your ever-expanding possibilities. Follow your bliss. Allow your light to shine. And by doing so, you are automatically giving your best to the world. So until next time, when we will be discussing your unlimited possibilities, namaste.